Welcome to Talking Walking, hosted by Andrew Stuck from Rethinking Cities and the Museum of Walking. Talking Walking brings you interviews with people from the world of walking, artists, activists, professionals, and those of us who have a passion for just taking a walk. It was never going to be a gentle stroll. Walking in the company of a one-time TV fitness personality and best-selling dark books author, but it turned out to be very enjoyable, if at times I had trouble keeping up with Joanna Hall. You can tell from her voice how passionate she is in helping others to gain better health through her Walk Active programme. She argues that most of us don't walk optimally and that by making subtle corrections we can not only improve our health, our posture, but bolster our confidence too. Well, let me ask you, you know, when, when did you first start considering walking as a, you know, uh, as, as something you might be doing as a, as a career? As a so career. <laughs> well, um, gosh, we're going, let's go way back, Andrew, because you said you wanted some things maybe people didn't know about. When I was at school, I always wanted to do, you know, fitness and physical activity, and I was always very interested in the physical activity perspective of well-being as opposed to just necessarily sport and fitness and we're going back into the 80s so we're talking about Jane Fonda and no pain no gain and all that kind of thing but I was always very interested in physical activity and how you could integrate that into your lifestyle so it's, I suppose it started way back then so I did my first degree in sports science and then I did my master's in in sports science specifically in exercise science and body composition change in women but the tipping point for me was when I was actually pregnant with our daughter and I was 11 weeks pregnant and up until then, I'd had this kind of grumbling, what turned out to be appendix, situation for about five years. I'd gone into hospital, and they'd never really got to the bottom of it. Anyway, 11 weeks pregnant, had the same pain, got rushed to hospital, and 48 hours later, it was diagnosed as a grumbling appendix. We had to sign a form that we could lose our baby. Uh, fortunately, we didn't, but the surgeon came out and spoke to my husband and said, I'm really sorry, but I've really made quite a botched job of the operation, and your wife is... She's going to have really quite a few problems regaining her posture and her mobility and her balance. So as a sports scientist, that was really a tipping point to answer your question because then I felt I really needed to heal myself. And I did that through walking and really being aware of my posture and my technique. At the same time as this big scar on my belly healing, I had a belly growing with our little baby, who is now 15. So Walk Active came from really a position of healing myself and my technique and making sure that I recovered well at a time when obviously I was going through quite a lot of transition, career-wise, physically, uh, psychologically, you know, becoming a new mum for the first time. So it was really me connecting with my body. And then as I started to go back and teach to clients, clients were like, wow, this is really good. I really, this makes me feel good. I feel better in my posture. I feel like I'm getting changes in my body shape all through walking. That was really the springboard. And as a consequence of that, people were getting great results. Uh, obviously, I was teaching clients and they were saying, wow, this, I'm really seeing improvements in my posture, my body shape, all through the specific things that I was getting people to do and how they move their body through the walk-out technique. And that began this real organic growth of clients saying to me, oh, can, I, can you do more? Can so, you create more programs? And so it grew like that, really. We're talking 15 years ago, 16 years ago Yes, now. yes, 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 we are indeed. So, I mean, you've been doing it a long time. I was a fitness expert on ITVs this morning every, every week for three years. And what was so interesting there, Andrew, and maybe, you know, people will relate to this, 
is that walking was never considered to be that sexy. I think walking is a new sexy because you can really transform how you look and feel and perform all by changing how you put one foot in front of the other. So as the programme grew and I was teaching more people, obviously within the UK, internationally people were hearing about it and then they would contact me saying, you know, we'd like to learn more cactus. So that acted as a bit of a springboard for me to write the War Cactus book, but then also to create my online programmes. And I have to say that the whole process has been incredibly humbling. Everybody learns walk out techniques, so that's how you use your feet and how you use your hips, your head and shoulders and arms. So it's a very simple process of stopping four things in the body and reconnecting those four things. But the process is all the same, whether you are suffering from an injury and you want to get back to your fitness, whether you're on a rehabilitation program, whether you actually suffer from sort of early onset Parkinson's, or even actually, you know, you are naturally fit I've trained for athletes and marathon runners and they totally appreciate because it's a positive connection with the way that we should move our bodies as opposed to the way that our bodies learn to move through the aging process or uh, through maybe us spending quite a bit of time in a car or sitting down at a desk and all of these constraints actually mean that when we go to put one foot in front of the other our movement pattern is suboptimal. But what I'm passionate about as a sports scientist is I feel that people actually walk wrong and they're not optimizing the walking results and that's really my my baby, my passion, my driving force because I really feel that walking can transform how you feel about yourself emotionally obviously when you're walking in beautiful environments but also importantly how you can really change your physiology for your health whether it's for maintaining whatever medication you may need to take because of lifestyle diseases or actually wanting to improve your fitness. Rather what you were saying about talking to the television producers is that you know walking has been just dismissed as rather oh totally pedestrian yeah yeah and I, you know people think I'm absolutely loony because you know you're the girl who teaches people how to walk huh. you know that sounds absolutely you know balmy and sometimes I feel I'm a bit like Hans Christian Andersen you know the story of the emperor with the new clothes you know? and it's like I'm almost like conning people about this you know kind of create this robe when everyone's walking around naked but in actual fact when people learn the technique even just changing how you use your feet they're like wow why why haven't I done this before why isn't this more widely acknowledged so it's been quite a humbling experience for the actual success stories that people have had from walking better and actually not having to use walking sticks maybe having to get rid of orthotics but also maybe feeling more physically confident in their bodies and that's a huge catalyst then for people to do more as well as actually changing how you maybe feel about yourself and other elements of your life. I mean, the other thing that I always think made walking difficult to sell was that it didn't come with extras. Uh, I mean, your Walk Active programme is very much encouraging people to change their walking uh, style, their Mm -hmm, mm behaviour, and not buy lots of accessories. Uh, You're not selling them poles, are you? No, not selling them poles, because I really... It's actually about connecting with the way that your body should move, as opposed to, as I said, the way that we've learnt to move. Really, it's essentially allowing you to use the right muscles, which should be more the posterior chain of your body. So that should be your glutes and your back extensors. So using those muscles to propel you forward so that you use those right muscles and you also use them in the right way. So I'm a a big advocate of allowing the body to work through space and length 
and strength. So very often when people actually feel discomfort in their joints, it's because there can be uh, compression and, and uh, shortening between those joints. That's what can cause, you know, maybe some articulation, some rubbing, and then the nerve tissue can get compressed. So when you really want to create space in the joints, you then want the muscles to be long and strong around those joints. So you create this movement pattern that is smooth and flowing, but actually encourages the body to actually look different, but in turn you'll actually feel different as well. So as we're walking along here, there's a momentum to our movement pattern because we are propelling ourselves forward rather than if I sort of said to you come on Andrew let's just really sink into our hips and we've been kind of passive with our feet we're still covering the same distance but the actual physiology that's happening inside our body and also our emotional relationship with the environment is completely different so you can transform how you want to make your walking work for you so you know you may be listening to this and thinking actually I use my walk because I just love being outside in green space I know that's good for my mental health but you may also be concerned about Actually, what I am doing, I would like to make more of it for myself, whether that's actually managing my blood pressure or reducing risk of diabetes. And that's why I'm passionate about it because I think walking is consistently overlooked. And whilst everyone acknowledges walking is good for our health, in inverted commas, there's just so much more using sports science to make it effective for you as the individual. So you don't need to have expensive equipment, but you do need to know how to use your body more effectively. It doesn't need to be complicated. And if they learn to walk out technique, it has been scientifically proven to improve your posture. It's been scientifically proven to reduce the joint strain, specifically at the knee and at the ankle. And it's also been scientifically proven to increase your walking speed by up to 24%. And as you are probably aware of, it's actually the walking speed now that has been shown to have a greater impact on our well-being rather than the quantity of steps. A brisk walk is really important. Yeah, a brisk walk is important, but it's actually what does a brisk walk mean? And, you know, some people will talk about it needs to be between 100 steps per minute to 130. And in my experience... I feel 130 steps per minute, which is your cadence, is actually too fast. So if I kind of encourage you now, so we'd be walking about even faster, yes, faster, yes, faster. I'm not, I'm not going to keep up. <laughs> so, so essentially at 130 <laughs> steps per minute, often people tend to lean in, they'll be jarring of the joints, you know, they have to really punch the arms, and we can take on this kind, of, this kind of power walking stance where your technique and your posture is complicated. I thought one sped up, though, by the length of your stride. Your pace is a function of three things. So it's a function of your stride, so you're correct, that is one element. The second thing is actually your, your cadence, uh, how quickly your legs are moving per minute. And the third thing is actually your technique. So that relates to how your foot leaves, the, your back foot specifically, leaves the ground. When you use your body effectively, specifically our feet, our feet have more, more mobility in our joints and the ankle, and that allows us to generate more power as we peel the back foot off the floor. So your technique and how you have the alignment with your foot does have a direct impact on your pace, as well as your stride length, which is what you said, and your cadence. So it's the, those three elements together and when you appreciate those three elements together, you can have anybody at any age or any stage of their life or any phase of their life having a meaningful improvement in their walking pace.
Joanna, have you really got any friends you can go out walking with? Because I'm assuming you're now pacing ahead. <laughs> Do people still want to walk with me? I hope that yes. And I would say, whilst obviously your pace is important, you can still walk with a variety of different age groups and fitness abilities and, and walking paces. So, for example, as we're walking here now and we're recording this, so we're walking at a steady pace, which I would call our posture pace. So, as I'm talking to you and I'm looking at you, I could actually just have quite a relaxed first and I could be relaxed in my hips and you can see that my shoulders come forward a little bit whereas actually what I could think about if I look at where my eye line is when I look at you I, if I think about raising my eye line up and I lift up out of my hips whilst my stride has lengthened a little bit I haven't sped up my legs but there's a complete different hopefully you can see there's a visual difference so I'm giving myself a postural benefit while I'm walking so the pace is important but it doesn't have to be just how fast you go it's how well you move your body well the thing it kind of reminds me of is um sort of Alexander technique well it's sort of would... it's sort of Alexander technique on, on, the, on the go <laughs> on the go it's almost well as a sports scientist you know over 30 odd years in the fitness industry having been step robot coordinator and trained over 2,000 fitness instructors you know I do have a wealth of experience in that sense so walk active is almost like taking the best of everything joining the dots and making it something that you can be easily fitted into your life as you change your walking technique so there is I was I would say it's a bit like Pilates in motion it's a bit like Alexander in motion but whereas Pilates everybody appreciates it's about posture and muscle tone and correct alignment you're achieving those benefits in one acute position like when you go to the reformer bed or you go to pilates class and obviously there is some benefit and there is some parallel and some crossover into everyday life but how you move your body from point a to point b is something that we do right through our day so walk active does transform your body but where i feel it's unique is it allows you to transfer those benefits into lots of different aspects of your life that's what i find is very rewarding i, I mean i just love teaching it because when people do it they're like oh I just feel so much better and it allows there to be so much of a visual difference in how people move and I'm a big believer in that the quality of your motion affects your emotions so when you move well you feel well and I also think this is quite interesting you might relate to this I don't know Andrew and especially with my female clients is that you can spend a lot of money on your face, whether it's going down the route of plastic surgery or treatments or makeup or what have you, and your face can look amazing. But actually, if your movement quality is not good, it's actually irrelevant. So how you move your body projects so much about you as a person. I mean, what I've noticed this entire interview, you're always slightly half a pace ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> you've moved with the times. You, you, you've created videos, you've written books, and now you've created an app, which... Tell us a little bit about that. So, so currently the Walk Active programme, we deliver it through our online programme. So the app is coming, actually. So, so thank you for the promise that the app is coming. But the Walk Active Foundation programme, so if anybody's interested in actually starting Walk Active, our foundation programme, where you learn the four building blocks of how you use your feet, your hips, and your head and shoulders and your arms. And out of that, we have a whole sort of language. Talk about global greetings and open ankles and hip lifts. And that really will, within the seven lessons, which you can do in seven days, and you can go through it really quickly if you want but even just walking three lots of 10 minutes every day over the seven lessons you'll get an improvement in your posture you will 
feel that there's an improvement in your walking technique. So there'll be a visual difference, but also how it feels for you. And that means you'll feel more comfortable. You know, so sometimes little niggles that we might have in our lower back or maybe a little bit of discomfort in our knees. That's all related to being maybe too dependent on our hip flexors and actually our life being too compressed. Okay, so I live in Greenwich mm -hmm. uh, and you're based here in Bishop Stalford. Mm -hmm. Have you trained other people in walk active? So I have trained people to deliver our system as well, but we also have a whole series of audio coaching downloads so you can actually take, the, take me with you, so to speak. But I feel the education element of this is important and I like to feel that people become enabled to do it for themselves rather than being uh, dependent upon an instructor. And the social aspect of this is really important. So within our Facebook groups and people actually set up their own little local walk active groups and people kind of send me an email or they send something or through our social media channels to say, I think I've seen some people doing walk active because it has a look, you know, people just like glide and levitate across the park and like, that person's doing walk active. So you can kind of connect through that on sense. So yes, please come. We love it if you'd like to come on our retreats. We tend to do a retreat every year and that's a really lovely way to kind of walk and, uh, and learn the technique in, in, in real time with us and just have a lovely time of learning that the actual technique and obviously for me to be able to correct you with my team we've worked really hard with the online programs to make them super effective and accessible so you feel that you aren't losing out without having a trainer but you can actually learn that for yourself I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you to recommend a couple of walks. Okay, so I'm going to give you one that's from Devon, being a Devon girl myself. So I really love the walk where you may park your car or you may get on the Cremel Ferry in Plymouth and you get the little ferry across over to, um, to Mount Edgecombe and you walk around the Mount Edgecombe estate which kind of takes you then to a tiny little fishing village, um, village of Kingsland and Corsand where they actually filmed scenes of the film Turner, the t uh, Timothy Spall. That's a really lovely route, beautiful, typical Devon coastline with steep cliffs and then the trees coming down into the sea. And that's where I spent quite lots of my childhood summers. So that's a real favorite one of mine. And one that's more recent I've come across, obviously, I'm, we're in Hertfordshire today, but one of my other favourites, obviously, I love the sea, going up onto the North Norfolk coast and walking really from, say, Thornham, going down to Brancaster and then all along the, to Brancaster's Dave and down to Holcombe. That is a real joy. You've been listening to Talking Walking, brought to you by Rethinking Cities and the Museum of Walking. In this episode, you've heard from Joanna Hall, if you have any views on this interview or any walking issue, we'd love to hear from you. Just follow the links on the Talking Walking website. We look forward to having you along for future episodes of Talking Walking. Written, recorded and produced by Andrew Stuck of Rethinking Cities Limited, our artwork is designed by Ian Martin of Aardvark Graphics and the music is composed by Simon Sanders of Easytronic.